0: Hey guys, I'm Sadie and this is Love What Luck. Please come give me a follow, a like, a subscribe as it really helps podcasts get out. All the links are in the show notes and thank you so much for listening. Let's share the love. Hey guys and welcome to Love What Luck. Hope you've had a lovely Christmas week. I wasn't actually going to do an episode this week just because by the time it comes out, Christmas would have passed. Like, it's in Christmas week that time, like, when nobody knows what's happening. (laughs) It's like, nobody's probably even going to listen to it. But I thought there's probably some people out there on the 27th when and their lives go a little bit back to normal. People go back to work. Or people are just bored in the house. Like, (laughs) the Christmas, like festivities have like passed a little bit, I thought maybe somebody will just want some company today or this week. So this is for you guys. Shout out if you're going back to some form of normality today. And here we are. So the main thing I want to talk about this week is how important it is that we celebrate our wins. So it's deviating a little bit off like the dating love chat, although obviously it's going to come into it because I feel like everything in my life comes back to dating chat. But I think we're coming to the end of the year and I feel like everybody, you just can't help it, everybody tends to look back at the last year and think like, what have they done? You know, what have I done? What have I achieved? And sometimes I think it can be quite hard and we're quite harsh on ourselves, And when I look back to last year, this time last year, I was doing the same thing, but I was looking back at my year quite negatively, and I was like, I haven't achieved enough, I haven't done this, I haven't done that. And the main reason I sort of come on this week is because I can feel a huge difference in myself since last year, and even just like the way I'm thinking about the past 12 months compared to last December It's just massively different and I just wanted to come on and talk to you guys about it really. So as I said, last year I felt really pressured by achievements and, you know, goals that I hadn't achieved and a lot of, you know, comparing myself, not just to other people, but just like to the idea that I had of myself. And just thinking like quite negatively, I had really bad anxiety in the new year. Like if you've listened (laughs) throughout the year, you'll know... That you know, your gals' work mental breakdowns have been real. And this year, of course, I've achieved stuff. And, you know, the stuff I'm so proud of, you know, work-wise and mainly just with the podcast, to be honest. But I realise that the thing I'm absolutely most proud of this year, genuinely, is not crying every day and not feeling so anxious and not feeling so down and basically not being so hard on myself and you know um, I've spoken about that I had a therapist so I don't know if any of you know how this even came about I feel like I'm getting really deep already this episode three minutes in but basically you don't even need to know me to know that work has been my biggest source of anxiety for like as long as I can remember like when I turned 16 I was like I don't want to work I hated my first job was in Monsoon shout out, and I worked at my local pub, hated them both, and I mean like hated them, then I got like a part-time job, I thought right, I'm going to PR, did a little bit of that, hated it, then I came to London, did modelling, hated it after a couple of months, did hostess and hated it, like when I tell you I've hated every single job I've got, because ultimately I just know that everything I've been doing isn't really what I want to do and I think we all like know deep down what we want to do in life and I think sometimes it takes a little bit longer to either like listen to that voice or you know to be able to have a go at it so you end up you know doing things obviously everyone works for money so you end up kind of doing things that make you anxious so anyway (laughs) to the point I'm an EA now and for the last year, I think the biggest thing for me was, like, going back to work after lockdown. So, obviously, after lockdown, I had a lot more time to myself. Everything was a lot more balanced, and that's when I really felt like, okay, I'm going to... That's when I first did therapy, because my friend recommended it to me. So, I did it over lockdown. I feel like lockdown was a big time for lots of people to, like, really focus on themselves. You know? So, I did, like, a therapy just over the phone, Um, just because I did have anxiety and, you know, exercise and all the good stuff. And then I came back to London. Obviously, we were still a bit in lockdown and I was fine. I got a new job. I was really excited about it. And then I think, obviously, lockdown stopped. And quite early on, I was back into the office full time, four days a week. But come on, it feels full time. So and that happened like really early on last year. And I think I just found it, like, a little bit overwhelming. Like, I'm sure a lot of people felt the same. And anyway, I had so many mental breakdowns in work. Like, I would just cry in the bathroom. Sometimes I don't even know why. Like, one time, my boss came over to me and asked me to move a meeting. And I literally said, yeah, okay, waited for him to leave. Got up out of my chair and cried in the bathroom. Like, it was bad. <laughs> I don't know, and I'm not generalising you, but I don't know if there's something to be said about being a girl, because sometimes the things I see on the internet, like, when you just come home and cry, and I'm like, that's a girl thing, I think. Is it? Is it being a girl? Is it the way the moon is? Is it hormones? Is it the time of the month? I don't know. Anyway, the point is that my boss, my other boss, basically called me in and was like, this obviously isn't Okay. And I'm going to recommend a therapist. So I've been really lucky that I got it on my health care. And um, basically, I spoke to my ther- therapist very this week because I had my last session. And I was like, "It's quite a big thing," I said that I'm told that I talk about it quite openly. I think like lots of people talk about having anxiety really openly now. Like that's quite a common thing that people say. I'm an- I'm anxious or depressed, and that's like a really good thing. But I feel like therapy is still a little bit taboo in the UK. And you know, I saying to. Um, my therapist like in America is so common and like everybody's got one like I've said this before like the Kardashians have one just like everyone basically rich and famous as a therapist so really because they are such like influential people in you know all our lives in some form you would have thought that talking about therapy would be like a good thing but I really don't think it is I still think it's a bit taboo but anyway I was like I am talk about it because I recommend it so much and then like Basically, I kind of did a year-end review with my therapist yesterday, I think it was. Was it yesterday? Yeah. And I was saying to her, you know, I feel so much better. Like, the last few chats we've had i have honestly been completely fine. And she said you know, how are you feeling? And I was like, I've just seen such a difference in myself from the beginning of the year to now. And I'm really, really proud. And she asked me basically, what steps I've taken to make myself feel better? Like, what steps do I take that I know will make me happy? So I was thinking about it and I said, having this podcast and an idea of what I want to do and a goal and basically something else that I do that isn't work that is basically like a hobby, but something I enjoy, but something that motivates me and keeps me driven and gets me working towards a goal that I want to achieve. That's the first one. The second one was being more social. So making an effort to see my friends, speak to my friends, go out and do things. Cause for a long time when I started this podcast, I would obviously I work as well. So I would use all my free time working on the podcast which obviously was a good thing and i felt like it was a good thing and obviously because i enjoyed it but it meant that some days for like two days i just wouldn't leave the flat like on a weekend i would just sit in and edit and you know research stuff and record more content and like do all these different things but it meant that like days and days would go by when i wouldn't speak to anybody or see anyone really apart from Matt, obviously and I realised that that was having a bad effect on me. And obviously it would, like to sit and not speak to anyone for days. But sometimes it's hard, I think, to get caught up in it. So I said, obviously I've changed that recently. And I've seen that that's made a massive difference. Ringing my mother, 10 minutes every day as I'm walking from the station. And you know what's so good about a therapist is, you can't just say, i oh, ringing my mother. They'll always ask you, why? Why is that good? And they like really get to the crux of it. So I said, you know, because it keeps me connected to home, she never judges me, the relationships like the one of the most important in my life and you know, all the rest of it. But I basically think that everybody should do the same thing as a therapist does. And when you have a thought or a feeling ask yourself why you're feeling that and it can be a good or bad thing but it basically means like you really get to know yourself and you really really listen to like your inside voice. So have you heard people talk about that before that we all have this inside voice and it's really important that we listen to it so that's like one top tip for me and also I realise that a big thing for me this year has been celebrating my wins And they can be big wins, obviously, but they can also be really little wins. So that can be leaving a relationship that you weren't happy in, leaving a relationship that you were happy in, but you knew that they didn't value you or that it wasn't going anywhere. That's just as hard, if not harder. Coming off dating apps, if you feel like you've had enough and they're not really giving you what you want. Going on dating apps if you feel like you want to meet somebody and you're not doing it, you know, in real life or you can't go out, you know, making a change and going on them. That's a little win, like having the confidence to do that. Basically, you should celebrate changing something in your life that you know will make you feel better in yourself and your way of life. Like cooking, going to the gym, not going to the gym, eating out more, like whatever it is. If you've made a change in your life to better yourself, whether that's physically, mentally, you know, in your relationships, whatever, then you should celebrate that. And I think little things like that, we just don't celebrate. We always focus on the big things and the big goals that we need to achieve. When really, the little things are the most important. Because all those little things, when they all add up, when you make all those little changes they are what's going to contribute to making you a better person overall. And it sounds so cliche, but it makes the absolute most sense. Like when you're in that real state of peace and contentment with your life... You don't search for happiness in anything else or in somebody else and you don't compare your life to anybody because you're just so happy in yourself and that's just going to make the biggest change of seeing you and your relationships. Like if you listened to last week's episode with me and Matt, I basically mentioned it on there. We said that, you know, we argued in Vegas and basically if I'd had a drink, sometimes I would be a little bit of a bitch to him, which I... I hope I'm not alone in that but <laughs> we'll see but basically when I started to feel better myself from like the summer that's just stopped happening I've been out all over Christmas like you know loads of times and got drunk and I never a moody to or anything the other night I came in after my work Christmas party and I was like basically I didn't I never want to wake him he would probably disagree and think I wake him on purpose but I done. But anyway, I got right for bed. ever, took my makeup off, all the rest of it. Anyway, went, opened the door and obviously you he heard the bedroom door open and he, like, jumped up and he went, hi, babe, and his sleep. And I was like, he's awake. I was like, hi! <laughs> like, Steven. I was like, will you just lie on top of me? Like, I don't know if you guys have this, but for me, there's something about the feeling of, like, Matt lying on top of me or me on top of him that I just love. I, I don't know if it's, like, the weight or the skin on skin I don't know it's a bit weird anyway I asked him to lie on top of me even though he low-key crushes me I was like Will you just lie on top of me He was like no babe I'm asleep I was like okay and he was lying on his front like on his stomach so I lied on top of his back like I climbed on top of him and lied on top of his back like also stomach down like a turtle shell and literally fell asleep in that position He told me afterwards that he had to move me and I almost fell out the bed. But I was, like, fast asleep by then, I think, or drank, or both. Um, And I can't remember that, but that was my memory. So, obviously, like, a happy drink, it, it just makes sense. Like, if I've been down and anxious and then I have, like, fucking bottle of wine... What's the chances? Yeah, I'm going to be ready to party for a little bit. But ultimately, there's going to be a crash because, you know, my mood hasn't changed from earlier in the day. So, yeah, it's really important. And I just think that those are, like, the New Year goals. You know, obviously, it's good to have big ones. And, you know, when I make, like, my New Year goals, like, obviously... They're going to be, they are going to be big ones, like kind of dreams. And for me, that's important. But also, I'm just going to be adding little ones to my New Year's list. Like, you know, making sure I wake up and do my gratitude list. Making, you know, one of my wishes for the New Year is that I don't feel anxiety and I feel happy and I feel content. Just like little things. And it's weird because when I was in the worst place last year, I would probably say all the goals I wanted were huge and whereas now that I feel really, you know, obviously I've still got big goals but where I feel more on top of stuff like with the podcast and it's going more in a positive direction and stuff, the bi- those goals are not as important to me now because the biggest goals for me are like the little, the little things like I said and I think it's because, as I said at the start, when I look back at the year and everything I've achieved, the the things I'm most proud of is just, you know, my mood and doing those little things. Like, like if one of your new year goals is to meet somebody, right, and be in a relationship, great. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But if in the process of doing that, you're on dating apps and, you know, you're meeting the wrong people and you're feeling really, really down about it and you're feeling like this is never going to happen, you know, everyone I meet is shit or nobody likes me, like whatever negative feeling you have towards it, then actually change it to a little goal and just think, do you know what? I'm going to come off the dating apps and then ask yourself, Why would you do that? And that's like so important, I think, to ask yourself why. And then it could be like, because when I'm on the dating apps, I put a lot of hope onto people and they always lower than my expectations. Or when I go out with people on dating apps, I get feelings really quickly. And then when they don't want to pursue anything with me, it makes me feel really rejected and really bad about myself. Like those are not good Consequences to being on an app. So, if you're having more bad experiences, I mean, it doesn't have to be dating apps, more bad experiences with dating in general, then I think a little thing to do would be to just not do that. Just cut any negativity out of your life, honestly, and just try and find the contentment in yourself. And then that would be a little win that you celebrate. Because imagine then, two weeks pass. And you're not feeling bad about yourself. You're not, you know, talking really unkindly about yourself or anybody that you meet. Because you've just been focusing on your own thing. Doing whatever you want. Not focusing on the dating. And it'll make your mood much better. Then I think when you're in a better place and you go to date. Or even if you're already in a relationship. If you cut out something bad. when you When you start again. Going to meet people or, you know in your relationship, you'll just see a massive difference, I think, in your mood, and I actually saw this, oh my god, it's actually really sad, TikTok the other day, and basically, it was this woman, and she said that it was about 6.30 in the morning, and her husband woke her up to walk the dog, and she was like, I'm not coming, you know, it's dark, it's cold, no, you go by yourself, An hour and a half later, she gets another phone call. It's like 7.51 in the morning. And it's the police. And they say, there's been an incident with your husband. You know, can we come round? We'll be there in a few minutes. So the police come round. And basically, her husband had an incident in the park. I think it was like just a health incident. And basically, he collapsed. And nobody knew how long he was there, which was critical, until he got found. And he got rushed into hospital and put into a coma. And he is still in the coma and in intensive care. And she said, it's looking like he's not going to survive. And, you know, they haven't got long left. And obviously, that is just like the most heart-wrenching story. But she said, you know, it seems so obvious but when things like this happen it obviously like forces you to realize how short life is and you shouldn't be spending it doing anything that's not good for you doesn't make you happy and obviously there's always going to be things that you struggle with and you know I'm not saying everyone needs to quit their jobs and you know do whatever they want but if you've got something that repeatedly is putting you down or making you feel really bad or making you sad or just making you not feel good within yourself and is throwing something off in your life then look to change that and celebrate the fact that you can do that and I think that's just my little new year message for you guys just you know, really try and appreciate your life. And I think we all need to appreciate how hard stuff is sometimes. The shit that we get put through every day. My friend came up to London the other week and she said that living in London raises your stress levels because obviously everyone's busy, everyone's in a rush, you know, the work-life balance generally for everyone here is way off. And she said, when you're around that, your stress levels are higher And it just means that you're always kind of at that level. And I think it's important to understand that, you know, we live in that every single day. People have the most stressful jobs every single day. When we come home and we break down, we cry or, you know, we binge on a big McDonald's don't hate yourself for that because the stuff we go through every day is hard and I think we just all need to be a little bit kinder to ourselves really appreciate everything we've got like my biggest thing is always practice gratitude like every day when I wake up I say three things I'm grateful for I write them down sometimes in the middle of the day if something bad is happening I will write down and be like okay yep, this is going on, that's unfortunate, but look where else I've got. And I think when I do that, it just instantly brings me back into a good frame of mind and a good space. And I think all those little things I've spoken about, like obviously speaking to a therapist and, you know, expressing gratitude and just generally being kinder to myself and celebrating every little thing that I've done... It just means that you end up feeling more content and happy. So I don't know if I'm probably repeating myself towards (laughs) you. But I hope that, I just hope this will like stick in with somebody, you know. I feel like now this year I can look back and I can notice so many good things that I achieved this year just through being in a frame of mind that's good now, you know. Because I feel more content, now I can appreciate... How amazing it is that I wake up every day now and I don't have anxiety about going to work. And I go to work, and you know it doesn't really matter what happens to me in that work day. I come home and I don't bring it home with me, and I don't take it to work with me. And that for me, I'm really proud of myself, and I'm really happy with celebrating that win. Like you, if you saw on my Instagram, I did a similar thing. One of my videos reached over two million views, and. You know, sometimes I think, oh, a well, lot of people's videos hit there. But lots of people's videos don't hit there. And then, you know, you think, oh, do I want to celebrate this? You don't want to seem big-headed. But I'm at a space now where I'm just, like, balls to it. I've worked hard doing stuff. If you've worked hard doing something and you get any type of reward, you know, whether that's your first, if you've done a video, it reaching your first 100 views, like, whatever. If you've done something, work I don't know, I can't think of work stuff. If you've done a presentation and it went on really well, like, oh my God, tap yourself on your back. No, not tap, pat yourself. (laughs) Pat yourself on your back. And bloody, do you know what? Toast to you, cheers to you, and cheers to life, guys. This is my my closing statement for this very random podcast. Um, But I just we just all need to chill out a little bit and honestly be proud of ourselves for everything we've achieved this year whether it's the tiniest littlest thing if it's made you smile or it's made you happy bloody celebrator i think i've almost reached among 199 youtube subscribers now to some people that's a joke it's laughable to me I'm going to celebrate that. When I reach 200 subscribers on YouTube, best believe I'm going to text my mother and I'm going to say, Mom, I've reached 200 subscribers. I'm really proud of myself. Because... Come on, focus on the little things. And I really hope that even if one thing I've said in this episode sticks with you and helps you, I will be happy. I really hope it does. I'm on the message of spreading this love and positivity. I'm going to do a little poll on my Instagram. It's at Sadie Mouth if you've done already, follow me. The link is in the show notes. So super easy to come and find me, please. Come and follow me. And I'm going to do a little, I always call them polls, but they're actually question boxes. But I'm going to do a thing where we each put on there what wins we can celebrate this year. And I just think it'll be a nice thing for us all. And it should help best spread some positivity. So that's it, guys. As I said, bit of a different episode, but I hope you've enjoyed. Please subscribe on Spotify and leave me a review if you enjoy the podcast. As I said before, it just makes a massive difference to me. And I just honestly wanna thank you all so so much. (laughs) Am I gonna cry? (laughs) Oh my god, I actually (laughs) Oh I can't deal with myself. I've (laughs) I've never cried on this pod (laughs) I've never cried on this podcast before. Do you know I might be due on and it's Christmas week, so be with me, it is an emotional time. I am an emotional person, but Wrong with me? I sat by myself crying. Oh, good lord! I just want to say <laughs> thank you so much for everyone. Oh, who... <laughs> guys, I actually can't deal with myself. <laughs> no, this is not okay. This is not okay. Okay, I mean, they're happy tears, so that's a good thing. They're happy tears. I just wanted to say thank you all so much to everybody who listens, you know, I'm talking as if I've won an Oscar, but I think this is the whole point of the podcast, that I'm nowhere near where I need to be on this, like nowhere near at all, I'm not even, you know, earning money from it, but the, the amount of gratitude I feel is really special for me, because for me, the biggest thing that this podcast has done is helped me for the first time, like, understand what I want to do and just give me like a goal in life as I said I feel like my whole life I've kind of known what I've wanted to do but never really known how to go about it and finally through starting this podcast I feel like that's put me on that path and I absolutely love it so so much I love making the videos like when I get one message, like any message saying that they've listened to the episode or... Some people, if they don't even say they've listened to it, but they quote back something i said. I'm like, oh my God, you listened. You know, anybody that's messaged me, they love story. It just... It's honestly made such a difference in my life. And it brings me so much happiness, as you can tell. And, yeah, I just wanted to come on and say a massive thank you to you all and I hope you're all having an amazing Christmas and if some of you are still enjoying a break then chill out if you can and cheers to us and cheers to 2022 and I will speak to you in the new year I am actually mortified that I cried (laughs) I'm gonna wrap it up now and yeah I will speak to you next week bye